Welcome back, everyone, to Ladies of Leet for September 19th, 2010. This is episode 26, and this is the podcast where we talk all things video games. I'm Nicole. I am Kim. And I'm Stephanie. And today we are going to be discussing Mafia 2, Spider-Man Shattered Dimensions, Halo Reach, Amnesia, The Dark Descent, Tropico 3, and Team Fortress 2. We've been a while for, uh, we've been a while. We've been gone for a while. (laughs) Yes, we have. (laughs) And we have a lot of games to discuss. And not only that, um, Kim just told me it's Talk Like a Pirate Day. So, SARS guard. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I got, I got um, an article that said real pirates don't say R. And I'm like, well, then those pirates are stupid because you got to say R. Uh (laughs) So in in Warcraft today, you can go in and uh, it's an achievement, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you get an achievement for doing something. Just something, just isn't it? <laughs> I can't remember. Hanging out with Green Bay and yeah. uh, having a beer. Yeah, you just go. It was funny because um, I didn't know where. Because last year I did that, and I wasn't sure where we needed to go, mm-hmm. and it was just kind of tucked away on that corner on top of the roof. Is it? Yes, in the same, on the roof. Yeah. <laughs> so it's always fun to dress up like a pirate and you get a yeah i think you can get a pirate costume for 24 hours or 12 hours it's 12 hours um so that's pretty cool you walk around like a pirate all day (laughs) okay i'm done talking like a pirate (laughs) all right so (laughs) i'm not very good at it (laughs) yeah so like we said um our main game for this episode is mafia 2 since we were at dragon con we were going to talk about it then um but since two of us hadn't had a chance to play it uh, we decided to delay it a bit. So I'm hoping all three of us played it. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. Yahoo. All right. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So Mafia 2 is a third person action adventure video game. Um, and it's, of course, the sequel to Mafia, the Lost or the City of Lost Heaven. I, did, I didn't play the first one. Negative. Me I, either. Yeah. So I'm, I'm not familiar. And apparently there's some references to the, the first game in this. Uh, yeah. My one. son had it. Oh. Um, but I, and I played it for like a very short period of time, mm-hmm. but not enough to remember it. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, so this game is released on the PS3, the Xbox 360, and also on the PC. Um, and it the the time frame that the game is set is um, you start in the in 1943, then you go to prison. Uh, um, is it 45? I thought it was 43. Anyway, there's a, a span of um, from the 40s to the 50s because you go to mm-hmm. prison for about six years <laughs> and then you come <laughs> out. It's 1951. <laughs> well, you you see that in your achievements, so I didn't. Re- I don't think that's a spoiler. Um, and you play Vito. And he is uh, from Sicily. His family has um, come to uh, New York City from Sicily. Um, Or no, it's Empire State. Sorry. It's not New York City. It's Uh, it's actually a fictitious fictitious city (laughs) called. uh, Yeah, it's like a a mixture of cities. It's not only New York, but you get kind of a Hollywood feel to it as well. I mean, it's, it's a weird city, but... I, I thought it was a pretty cool city, and it's and it, it's an open world type game, um, kind of like Grand Theft Auto. But you have a lot of missions, and they try to really funnel you through what you need to do. I honestly did not spend a ton of time exploring. I mean, I, I did a bit of it, but I was always interested in going back to the quests. Whereas with Grand Theft Auto, I never really 
felt the need to go back to the quest. You can just go into the world and kind of mm-hmm. <laughs> be there. Um, but uh, well, I think part of that is, is actually a failure on that game is there, there really isn't a ton to do that's true. outside of the quest. By, I mean, where can I go? I can buy a suit. Yeah, you can buy I a can suit. eat a hamburger. Steal some cars. Or I can uh, go to the gas station. Yeah, well, End of story. <laughs> and, and, what? And you can people watch too. You know, you can watch the because the people will do things independently mm-hmm. of any interaction that you give. Um, you know, like uh, people will walk in front of cars and they'll swerve, and people will try to save them, and you know, silly things like that. And you, so you can people watch, but mm-hmm. it doesn't make a lot of sense. This game no. for me was all about the achievements. So. Right. You know, some of the achievements included stealing cars and then turning them into the chop shop. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Also, there was another one where you stole cars and turned them into the to the Harbor Bay and got achievements mm-hmm. and um, just achievements everywhere. <laughs> Drive right. thirty different cars, which was actually a little bit more challenging than than I thought because you start seeing the same cars over and over and over again, and right. when you finally see one, you're like. Ah, can I get it? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> that was the thing about the game I didn't like is um, I didn't like all the driving. I mean, you had to drive. There a was lot. a lot of driving. And I did not <clears throat> like that part of it at all. I'd, I'd much rather run or walk. And you really couldn't because when you had to drive, you had to drive a long way. And mm-hmm. it's kind of boring driving that long. Right. So I was like, eh, I'm not. Did you I'm like the really music, though? I mean, loved the music. I was really, maybe not the first part of the game, but when they got into the fifties, oh, I was, I would just drive around just to listen to the music. Right. I'm like, wait a minute, I have iTunes. I can probably go get this music on on my computer. (laughs) So silly. I was particularly happy because I used to own a classic car. I had a 1956 Buick Special. Oh, that's cool. And if you looking in the if you're looking in the game car cyclopedia, that's the Schubert. Schubert is their Chevy version, yeah. I guess. Uh, I'm trying to think of its name now. I'll find it. That's anyway, uh, that was the, that was the car that I had, and uh, I was very happy that they got the steering right, which is that those cars had a lot of roll. Mm-hmm. When you're taking a turn, the whole car rolls with you, and that does not make nimble turns at all. It's so they got it's that very, accurate. They got that very oh, accurate. Wow. It's very uh, lumbering yeah. the way that they drive. So, um, oh, yeah, I was loving that. So I, I, I ended up finishing this game, um, before we went to Dragon Con because I was just so, I was into the storyline. I was into the characters, you know, it's, it's very vulgar. In fact, it, it just received, uh, Guinness gave Mafia 2 the F-bomb record. <laughs> yeah, I'm not surprised. <laughs> so apparently, um, there's a, an official, F-bomb record by video <laughs> games. Somebody's counting. Yeah, somebody is <laughs> counting. Um, actually, yeah. The characters yeah. were pretty um, likable, you know, even yes. though they're really bad guys. Mm-hmm. They're, they're likable bad guys, and so you really get into them. And I like the fighting, too, the, the fist fighting mm-hmm. and stuff. I thought that yeah, worked that was really good. well. I, I enjoyed doing that part of it. Sometimes, you know, the fist fighting is really awkward, but this one made it really easy, and it made it you, it felt like you were kind of landing the punches. It, it did kind of annoy me that I didn't really learn some of the things like with fist fighting until later in the game. And there were times... Oh, good. Better? Yeah, yeah, to really get proficient at right. <laughs> So they waited... This makes perfect. <laughs> yeah, they waited quite a while to 
take you through that tutorial. I was kind of surprised that it went so far into the game until you really got into fist fighting and how, how to really effectively do that. Um, I guess, Stephanie, you, you just now finished it? Yes, I just now finished it. I uh, got to the end scene and uh, no spoilers or anything like yeah, that. Yeah, no, but, no, no, uh, we weren't. We I, weren't. I can tell you, here are the things that I liked and here are the things I didn't mm-hmm. like. Um, this game is by 2K, mm-hmm. which uh, also did Bioshock series. Mm-hmm. And so it excels at what Bioshock did, which is creating an atmosphere mm-hmm. that you immediately accept and just get immersed into as soon as you start the game. And they do that with the artwork. They do that with the music that's playing in the background. And, the and they got Playboys. that right. <laughs> And the voice acting, the voice, a- voice <laughs> oh, acting, the voice was acting was really wonderful. superior. Yeah, yeah. So, so that's what they did right. Uh, what I did not like: so many cutscenes. Yeah, I felt like so I was doing very little in the game. Mm-hmm. I would do like two things, and then bam, another cutscene. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, even going up and down ladders was a cutscene. Like they couldn't even get that animation in the game. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I have uh, to agree with you on that. There yeah. was a point where it was like cutscene after cutscene. I'm like, when am I going to play? <laughs> yeah, I, all I did is drive. Let me do something. <laughs> yeah. And then there were, then they throw you into a gunfight, and the gunfights aren't particularly easy. But once you learn the, you know, dark it, cover technique, it is it all easy. about taking cover in this game. Yeah. You oh, okay. definitely cannot rush in and think no. you're gonna. It does not take many hits for you to die. Yeah. I died many, many times. Yeah, I did too. <laughs> Particularly in that last thing where you cannot die, like until the very end, you know, you have to stay alive. But um, uh, the other thing I, I wasn't particularly crazy about is, so you're you're doing all these missions and you're generating money, mm-hmm. but there's nothing to spend it on. Like I said, the only places you can go are, you know, get a co- coffee and a and a burger and buy suits. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was no, there is a gun shop, but the only thing you can essentially do is buy ammo. Yeah. There was no upgrading your weapons. There was no buying a better weapon. And since you could steal any car that you wanted, <laughs> there was no reason to, to buy a well, car. Well, I spent my money on improving my cars. Right. But because... at one point I had more than $16,000 in my bank and I'm sitting mm-hmm. there going, what am I supposed to do with this? Well, you find and of out course, later. The game, took, yeah. the game took care of that for me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But, uh, <laughs> uh, I would have liked more things that I could have improved or, yeah. or customized myself. You know, like at, at one point he buys a house. Well, you know, hey, there was no water in the pool. <laughs> Can I put some water <laughs> That's in the pool? That's true. <laughs> we some landscaping or painted a house or something. That would have been cool. So I had, I, I was, I was generating money, but I had no purpose for it. Right. You know, you're essentially just following a story. Well, I think that's what you, what you're talking about. It's not so open world. Right. In, in the sense that you would think you could do some pretty logical things and it's just not possible because that's right. not how the game was set up. And I that's mean, what I mean by it's, it, it, it tried to streamline you and push you to those quests. It's like, right. keep doing it, your I, quests. At one point, there's a, you know, I've, I passed it, I don't know how many times, there's a, there's a stadium, a sports yes, stadium. and there's cheering. And I did nothing with it. I never went to watch a game. I never hung out with my friends. I, I never, that was, yeah, I would have loved I, to have been able to go in. Yeah. But yeah, there's a lot of things that look cool, but you can't actually get into them. They just, you know, you're locked out of them. Well, so. did you, did either of you play the um, downloadable content yet? No, the huh. Jimmy's Revenge. No, I haven't gotten that yet. And well, um, either. The. <laughs> <laughs> well, so I, 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 I'm not going to finish the games. So. Oh, you know. So yeah. Well, Kim. T- so how did you like the game so yeah, far? Yeah. How did you like it? I 
I liked it, but there was just so much driving that I got very bored with it. Mm. And I had, I had restarted another game and I kept wanting to go back to that one. So I didn't, you know, this one didn't hold enough of my interest that I was like, Ooh, I got to finish this. Um, it, I mean, it was a good game. I enjoyed it, but it wasn't exciting enough for to hold my attention at all. It was just another, just another game to me. Mm-hmm. So, um, I, I'll probably give it to my son and I'll probably not go back to it at all. So definitely a rental for me. Um, I did buy it, but it is just a rental for me. Yeah. I I think I, I liked it. I'm glad I bought it. Um, the DLC that I received from, since I got it on PlayStation three and I swarm, um, let me know it's Jimmy's vendetta is the DLC. And the reason why I'm getting confused because the DLC that came with the PS3 is not called Jimmy's Vendetta. No, it's not. It is. I think it's the same thing. I've, I haven't been able to um, find any clear definition between the two because in the DLC that I got on day one, by the way, so I thought that was kind of weird that you got DLC on the day that it was released, mm. but you could play Jimmy and do your, there's like, I think 30 or so quests that you go around and um, you're in that world as a different character. And I right. found myself missing Vito. <laughs> yeah, really. Like, it, is Vito. Of, it is called the betrayal of Jimmy. For the PS3. betrayal of Jimmy. Is it, is it the same? Is it the same content? Uh, I just got it for the PS3. So I'm assuming it's the same. Yeah, I'm not sure, but I got, that was free. So that was a free download. And I, but the problem I have, and I've, I've said this on uh, Final Score, is that the achievements that you get from Jimmy's Vendetta mm-hmm. are, that's required for those achievements. And I'm not getting any of the, <laughs> I'm not getting any of those achievements with the downloadable content that I Yikes. got with PS3. So I'm thinking, do, do I have to go buy that content? And is it the same? So I'm, I'm not quite sure, but I think it's really lame that they made achievements well, in the game. If you're a completionist, but no. don't make it. But I think it's lame that you you get you have to, in order to get a hundred percent on achievements, you have to buy more content. Oh, boo! Yeah, well, I don't think well, that's right. Well, but I mean, is there any games that aren't like that? I think there's a lot of games that aren't like yeah, that. Sure. Yeah, really? I remember well, Assassin's Creed Two getting crap for doing something like this. Right, uh, so, Batman Arkham Asylum. I didn't have to buy any extra count content exactly. for that, and uh, Red Dead does not count the extra ones for your mm-hmm. the downloadable for your for your basic completion. So I wonder if it was two um, K or if it was who was the um, this is this is two K check. So this is actually mm. technically a European game. <laughs> oh. I don't know why they picked fifty oh, yeah, in the United Czech States, Czech but uh, it. yeah, it's it's two K check that made it. Hmm. Oh. Well, here's okay. my here's my favorite Easter egg. Just to close this out, um, because it was made by uh, 2K, mm-hmm. uh, and they also made Bioshock. They threw in a little Easter egg for the people that have played Bioshock, where at the beginning one of the characters says, "Would you kindly?" <laughs> I didn't and, uh, catch I that at all. Laughing out loud, I was like, "Oh, that's awesome!" <laughs> I totally did not catch that so at all. Much. <laughs> And then, of course, that made me want to go back and play Bioshock, yeah. too, which I did. Oh, did you? 
yeah, I, I started from the beginning and started playing it all over because I love that game so oh, much. Did you have you seen the the new Game Informer magazine with the, yes? Mm-hmm. Uh, which cover thought- did so? So for the audience listening, uh, the new Game Informer came out and had Bioshock Infinite as right. the cover, and there's three different covers, and I'm curious I, which one you got. I got the Ravens. That's the one I got too. Yep. Yeah, I, which I thought was the coolest one. I'm glad I got the Ravens one. Um, the, I can't remember off the top of my head what the other two were, um, but I thought this one well, was Well, I co- think it's like a Big Daddy-like character. I'm actually... Yeah, uh, I think one of them was... Oh, do you have it there? I, yeah, I, I have it. I'll, I'll hold it up for the chat room so they can see it. Yeah, and I have it in my computer right now, but <laughs> it's very cool. So, yeah, that's the... Uh, it doesn't even look like the, the magazine. That's when I got it. I'm like, yeah. what is this? It's like the Saturday evening post, you know? <laughs> it totally does. Yeah, it's that's exactly... Well, on my on my cover of Game Informer. <laughs> so, yeah, the, the other... That magazine. That's my favorite game magazine. Yeah, yeah the, right now it is. The other Very two cool. characters look like, um, like a Big Daddy type character, but it's, of course, not Big Daddy. Um and then there's something else with a woman standing. It's weird. Yeah, but I think this one is the best one, it, especially for Halloween coming up. It just looks creepy. It does. <laughs> so, <laughs> I love Bioshock. I can't wait for that yeah. game to come so, and out. That one, um, actually, they've got a whole article in there about it. And um, I was really interested in the storyline that takes you to that new world. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you guys are interested in that, I won't give anything away, but if you're interested, interested in it, it's a very good article in there and, um, it explains why it's in the air and, you know, why you're going to that city and, and things like that. Cause I was confused at first. I'm like, how do you get from under the sea to, <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's pretty interesting and I'm, I'm highly looking forward to it. So an- another game, Kim, you were playing is this Amnesia Dark Descent. And we actually got an email from a listener that told us about this game. Is that what made you try the game out? Um, actually, the email. And um, I have a friend on um, Skype or uh, Steam. I'm sorry, on Steam mm-hmm. who um, chatted with me. Woody okay. T chatted with me and said, hey, you have to try this game. It is it is awesome. So I downloaded the demo first. And basically, it's a role-playing game, mm-hmm. but it doesn't have any weapons. So mm-hmm. um, really, what is happening is you're going through this story, and you're in this old, creepy mansion house thing, and you're slowly losing your mind. And <laughs> the more you go into darkness the more you lose your mind. So you have to find light and you're not going to actually fight anything. You're going to run away from things. So, um, and it's a lot of puzzles and figuring out how to, um, get through the house and things like that. And it is the scariest game I've ever played. It it sounds like it has a little element of Alan Wake in it. I was about to say that. It sounds like someone was on the same track. Okay. So, uh, sort of, I mean, with the light and dark portion, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But this is more, um, not medieval, but, oh, um, who did it remind me of? Um, it's, there, there's a writer that it reminded me of. And um, it, it's kind of a more set in the late 1800s, early 1900s. Okay. How much was it? Was it, was uh, it uh, like 30 what bucks? what platform was it for? I think it was, I think it was 1990. Lovecraft. Yeah, it reminded me a lot of Lovecraft. Thank you. Oh, jeez. Um, Thank you, Ice Worm. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it was 1999. I got it off of Steam. Um, I think it's only it's only PC. 
Yeah, I'm um, thinking you're right. I think it's okay. on a console. But seriously, this game, I played it in the daytime first. And um, it was not. I saw your tweet. And you're like, I'm so scared. <laughs> then I put on my sound reducing headphones or my sound proof headphones and played mm. it in the dark. Oh my God. <laughs> it was the scariest thing. I, Are you still oh, playing it even though it's yeah. scaring you? Oh yeah. Oh, it, that's is, awesome. it is totally cool because <laughs> in the sounds in it and you know, they really, they place them very well. It's very good audio and just the timing of the sounds with where you're in the room and things like that. It totally, totally creeps you out. And I mean, it's a pretty strong story too. When mm-hmm. you're going through the story, um, it, there's not a whole lot of text, but it lets you live the story um, and, and fully explains the story. Mm-hmm. And it's there's just so much implied. Oh, cool. um, I'll have to check that out. To it it. <laughs> it <laughs> sounds it sounds like the perfect game for me. I love those yeah. creepy oh, ones. Definitely, uh-huh. I think I think you would really like this one a lot. I think Very you cool. will. Yeah, but if you don't like scary games, do not get this one because it is very scary. But I, I'm enjoying it so far, and I've, um, I'm probably a third of the way through it. I think. Oh, cool. So, yeah. Well, oh, awesome game. So, all right. So that was Amnesia. Amnesia, the de- the Dark Descent. Dark yeah. Descent. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Cool. So I think it's this is actually, um, I think there was a Amnesia. So this is the second one. Oh, I gotcha. Gotcha. Hmm. So. I've been, this is the interesting thing. Okay. So Halo Reach just came out. Big uh-huh. to do, right? right. Um, I also, Spider-Man Shattered Dimensions have come, mm-hmm. ha- came out as well. I have both of these games and I've played a little bit of them, but I have found myself going back to Fallout 3. Ah, I have I lain, playing that. Oh my God. I can't stop playing Fallout 3. <laughs> <laughs> See, I wanted to go back. To Fallout Three, it is so good. I I really wanted to, but I started up Mass Effect Two again and started oh. over, and now I'm like, you know, I'm totally sucked <laughs> into it again. And and you're are you playing Evil? You said, yeah, I'm playing um, the um, is it Renegade instead of Paragon, um, the the bad side. Gotcha. And for the most part, it's pretty easy to play the bad guy in Mass Effect Two because you're not really bad, but. I just went over one part where I'm going to get the assassin and he, there's a, one of the guys laying there and he's dying and you can actually help him using your Paragon rep. But if I did that, it would hurt my renegade rep. So I'm like, ah, oh, man, dude, I'm gonna have to let you die. <laughs> and then he's like, well, help my friends. I'm like, yeah, sucks to be you guys. I've got better things I, to do. I, I just, was like, these types of games like, where you have to like ow. decide, like with fallout three, do that. I'm trying to play good. <laughs> And it's really hard at times to play that game good. It's actually a lot easier to play bad and lose karma in Fallout 3. Um, <laughs> but I've actually been leveling. I'm level 16 um, in Fallout 3, and I think there's only 20 levels. Um, but it is such... This is a perfect game for anyone that is bored in WoW right now. And I know there's a lot of you out there. Mm-hmm. I'm bored. And, yeah, wow. I think that's why I've been playing. I'm, I have been playing all kinds of other games except for WoW this whole week. Yeah. I played WoW only when I raided. Yep. That's same here. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But Fallout 3 is amazing to me because it is totally quest based. And I'm just, I'm deciding whether or not I want to do the quest. And there's, of course, the main quest. And I'm just having a blast exploring and 
how I interact with people. So I've actually played a number of boards multiple times because I want to, I wanted to change up how I interacted with people to see how the story would finish. It's almost mm-hmm. like that. Like, I think we've even said, choose your own adventure kind of thing. And it, it's such, oh, I can't wait for new Vegas. I cannot wait. I am such yeah. a huge fan of this franchise now because I went back and played fallout three and I'm just, I'm just in love with this game. And Spider, I'm not saying Spider-Man and, and, and Halo Reach aren't awesome games either. And in fact, I'm sure that a lot of our listeners are, listeners are playing either one or both. Um, but for, for me, I just I keep on going back to Fallout 3. I just like, I, I want to finish it. So I want to see how the story ends. So, <laughs> um, so, and then, Kim, you've been trying Tropico 3? What is this game? I mean, I hear okay. Veronica talking about <laughs> Tropico 3, and I hear Scott talking about Tropico 3. It just Is it a Sims-type game? It is. Okay, it's that's probably why I'm game. not interested so in it. I, I, every time I was on my computer, and, you know, I have Steam up. I'm logged into Steam all the time, and I see Veronica Belmont pop up, and she's playing Tropico 3 all the time. <laughs> I mean, constantly. <laughs> it's like, you know, every single night I see her playing this and it pops up two, three times. And so I was asking her about it and she said, she, and, and it's been out for almost a year now. Yeah. I mean, it's an older it's game. Yeah. And um, she's like, I'm just so addicted to it. I can't stop because it's, it's one of those city building games. So you have to maintain it. Um, so if you don't maintain oh. it, things are, start to degrade and, and things like that. Um, and it's not really the chopping wood, you know, making furniture type game. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, um, you've got to make sure that your um, uh, workers are fed and your docks are um, staffed and, um, you know, your roads are built and you've got transportation for your people. And it's so it's that kind of game. It's a civilization type game. Um, but it takes a lot of effort and a lot of time. And um, I I haven't put enough time into it, though, mm, okay. uh, to get it working. <laughs> are, your, it, are your workers dying? <laughs> they are. <laughs> they are. So it reminds I, me I of Godfinger or We it, Rule or whatever. Is it like, I mean, it's on the same vein as We Rule and Godfinger, all those little iPad games. It sounds like it would be perfect for the well, iPad. Well, no, well, this is much, more much bigger, complicated. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, this is very, very complicated. It's not, um, it, it's got a, a large population. You're like pretty much on Cuba, you oh, know, okay. is what you're yeah, yeah. doing. You're, you're maintaining Cuba. <laughs> um, and so the, the bigger your population gets, the more services you have to do and, uh, you know, all kinds of bigger things like that. So you can really expand it into hotels yeah. and, um, tourist destinations, and then you can make money from tourists coming in. And I mean, it's it, there's a whole lot that goes into it. I don't have uh, enough capacity in my brain right now for another one of those types of games. <laughs> That's what I'm thinking, and I I am shocked that Veronica does because Veronica plays like all these, I, and then I see her popping up with all these other games, and I'm like, how do you have time for this game? <laughs> this one like is a real time sucker. Yeah. It it looks really cool though, and the graphics are really nice, and it seems pretty easy to actually the the um mechanics of it oh, the tutorial is really good yeah oh yeah it takes you through um all the tutorials but it takes a long time because it's a complicated game so you have to learn you know how to fire people and how to hire people mm. how to give them wages how to make sure they can get to work on time i mean you have to do everything 
So it's if you need a time suck, <laughs> go for it. Maybe two years from now, I'll come back to this game similar to Fallout 3. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And you'll be like, how did I miss this game? Because I, <laughs> I knew it would be a time suck. All It'll right. So, so anything else that we've um, been playing before we move on to bargain buys? I think that's about it. So, yep. final final vote for me for Mafia Two, of course, is buy it. I I really enjoyed it. But if it, it's definitely a mature game, like we said, Ooh, lots, sure. lots of f bombs, and you do have all the Playboy magazines, which you know. Mark was digging that, but <laughs> a 14-year-old boy probably, I'm sure a 14-year-old boy would love it too, but if you're the parent of that 14-year-old boy, you definitely... Well, they're not beautiful. They're, they're very, I mean, for their time, very tastefully done. Yeah. I thought they were, you know... Yeah. I thought I thought the uh, Playboy pictures were beautiful, but for some reason, did anybody else notice that the women in the game looked very mannish? Like, um, they work really on the ugly side. I didn't <laughs> Those chicks that. were just not. Well, yeah. did you? How many did you find? How many of those? Oh. I only found like twenty out of the fifty. Oh, I, I wasn't really looking for them. So I only found like five. Yeah, um, I only found very few, a handful of them. Well, um, Mark was always asking me, "Did you find any more?" Say, you find Mark, like, "Hey, go find another, <laughs> yeah. find another one." That's what he hey, did. Those magazines there? Did you look? <laughs> oh, there's one. There's one. Open it. Well, and they also had wanted posters, and there was like 125 of these oh, wanted geez, posters. Yeah. I found like one. I, found I was three. like, um, "Okay." I'm like, "Where the heck are these things?" Anyway, so my my focused on that. My vote for Mafia Two. I enjoyed it. I liked it. It was. I. It felt like I was pra- playing The Sopranos. And I just, I really got into the world and I enjoyed the, the gameplay. And even though it did have quite a bit of driving, I, I actually didn't mind it so much. So I'm giving it a buy it. Stephanie, did you say what you were going to? Um, I would say rent it or wait until it uh, price drops. drops. Just because the, the gameplay is actually kind of short. You're talking like about 10 hours worth of gameplay. I had, I clocked 17 hours. Well, you were looking for all the Playboys. <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> Maybe that's just, what it is. I gotta go. So, I'm, I'm, I guess I'm gonna go. <laughs> all right. So uh, <laughs> let's move on to our bargain buys. Um, so like I said, Halo Reach came out this week. Mm-hmm. And um, something amazing happened. I bought <laughs> Xbox Live. Gold. Because... <laughs> Part of the promotion that is going on with Halo Reach, if you go into your Xbox um, uh, Live account right now, you will see that the gold edition um, is 40% off, dropping it down to 29 bucks. So um, I decided to go ahead and buy a year of it. And because I do want to play the multiplayer of Halo Reach, it looks pretty awesome. There's a whole bunch of different things that you can do multiplayer-wise. Um, the the single campaign, I'll talk about that in another show because I really have only scratched the surface. So I don't think I would be doing it fair judgment to say whether or not I'm um, liking it or not. First impressions, I'm a little bored. But again, I just started playing the game. So, uh, but the multiplayer, I think, is what is going to make this game shine for me. So I went ahead and got the gold um, Microsoft Live. And that's, that's your deal. I think that's probably going to be the lowest you're going to see Microsoft Live, 29 bucks. Yeah. Is it, and that, how long is that for a year? You know what? It doesn't say. There's nothing on there that uh, indicates when this, this deal is going to end. So it may be over. Because right now they're doing a free Xbox uh, Live um, uh, gold 
free weekend so you can play multiplayer. They're trying to get the the people that have bought Halo Reach in to try the multiplayer. So they Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, today's the last day, um, they're doing the free weekend for for um, multiplayer through cool. Xbox Live. Well, that, and that's very smart of them to do it because totally once is. you see, you know, ooh, this, this multiplayer, and if it's good, then people are going to miss that when it's gone. They timed like, this oh. really interesting, too. I mean, if you think about it, they announced the price hike, and then they said, big sale. <laughs> you know? I, I can see them getting a ton of new Xbox Gold people through that means, because it's like, well, we are going to raise the price, but you can lock in you know, 40% off the old price even for a whole year through this. And that's awesome. That Mm -hmm. really is. So So, go get it. I did. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So we have a few um, iPhone and iPad games. What are these these games? Um, I have been playing a ton of iPad games as well um, lately. I don't don't know why. Um, Mm -hmm. And they're all those quick, easy ones Mm -hmm. that you Mm -hmm. can just pick up and go. Um, The first one is Pocket Frogs. And it's really a habitat for frogs that you get frogs, you um, tame them, and then you can breed them, and then you catalog them, you can give them to friends, and you build habitats for them. So it's just one of those pet, you know, type applications. Mm -hmm. But it's a lot of fun because you can mix and match, and you never kind of know what frog you're going to get by your breeding stuff and it's fun to send them to your other friends. So how much is that? How much is that little game? It was free. Oh, it's free. It's free. free. I saw it on the iTunes store. Yeah. But (laughs) it's one of those games. It's just like um, We Rule or anything else that if you want to buy potions um, to make your frogs grow faster or stamps to send things to people, (laughs) um, you can can buy those with real money. However, um, it doesn't... I haven't even felt that need to do that yet um, because things are going so quickly in it that, you know, I just wait 15 minutes and, and I'm level three already. So it, I'm sure it's, there'll be a, uh, a, a patch to come down to slow things down. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So I once I get really, really hooked on it and I, you know, ha- need my frog fix, um, <laughs> I'll be fine. The other two that I have is called, one is little things mm-hmm. and it's a, um, it's just a, item search game it doesn't have a story or anything i like item search ones yeah this one's just item searches and so it's fun to just pick up and and do when you know you're uh, i don't know getting a pedicure or something (laughs) (laughs) and and then doodle finds is the same type of thing and i think um little little things was 99 cents and doodle finds was free so you know it's really nice just to have that kind of fun quick game mm-hmm. on your iPad and they look really really nice on the iPad. I think I think all three of those are iPad only games. You can get mm-hmm. Pocket Frogs for the iPhone, but I'm not sure if you can be friends across them. Mm. Right. Well, speaking of friends and the iPhone, um Game Setter came out, I think in like when did it come out? A few oh, weeks, weeks ago. A- I think yeah. we were. But um Oh, this thing, I have high hopes for it. Um, so Game Center is Apple's um, answer to what some of the companies like Open Fate are doing to try to create a multiplayer component to iPhone games. Mm-hmm. So Game Center, you create your profile and 
um, connect with your friends and you're supposed to be able to see, you know, what your friends play and there's no games. There's absolutely no games. <laughs> this, <laughs> I, this, I went and bought a game just to have one, I, <laughs> yeah. but none of my friends are playing it. <laughs> so, and I, well, I only have two friends. I have Nicole and, um, one other person and, and I've been trying to find friends. So, you know, I'm just Randy's Molly, of course, on there. So if anybody wants to add me and, you know, we can, and maybe over time there will, there will be more games, but, one of the things I was telling you guys before the show was um, I was looking at the list of games that have um, modified their makeup to in- be incorporated in this game center. And one of them was flight control. Well, I okay. already own flight control. It's up to date. Why is it not showing up? So mm-hmm. it just, there's some weirdness about it. I don't know. Well, um, and the also They've had, they announced this months and months ago and they haven't had time to put more games into it. Yeah. You know, I thought when this, when this came out and was announced, it, there would be a ton of games. I thought so too. It would be easy to add your friends. And, uh, but so far I've, I've looked at it the one time and I'm like, okay, this is, this lame. is ridiculous. It's, it's lame. <laughs> I think it's lame. It's, and and yeah, maybe it's it'll get better. Sucks. Maybe it's the infrastructure that they need to put in place. But but what well, I... Because we've seen it working on Open Faint. And that's... Uh, a, I thought they were going to make those go away, but it doesn't seem like they're going away. I mean, look at Depict. That is huge. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. you know, the... What else is um, on it? Oh, the... Um, oh, what's that game we've been playing? Highborn. Highborn. Mm-hmm. Is an Open Faint good. game. And it's right. it's great. Words with friends, yeah. Thanks, Ice Swarm. Man, you <laughs> <can't>, dude. <laughs> um, it, it's they they could have done so much with yeah. it, and it's just so disappointing. Oh, well, I'm kind of out of the loop on it right now because it only applies to the third and fourth generations of iPhones and the third and fourth generation of iPod Touches. Since I have the original iPhone, oh. it doesn't apply. I can't run it, and the iPad is. Uh, version is coming or support is coming later November. in fall. Right. So once November they throw the fall? iPad in, you're going to see it get huge. Yeah. Hopefully. Because I mean, you know, everybody's got iPad now. So once the once the iPad for uh, support rolls in, I, I think it'll it'll I think it'll pick up. Mhm. Okay. But for yeah, if right now I'm out of the loop. I can't I can't be your friend. I'm sorry. Yeah. For me, I'm not using it right now and <laughs> because my uh, my stupid phone is so I'm, I'm hoping I just generation. I just don't even look at it for months and then I'll go back in and be surprised, like, yay, there's games yeah, there's that I actually want to play. Now. Of people here. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I have a bargain buy and this is um this is actually in a store physical store that we have to go to <laughs> to get this um and i i didn't check the online store so barnes and noble i went into barnes and noble the other day and for some reason um maybe it's a seasonal thing but they have a huge selection of board games and just tons just there was like three sections of really cool games and there was one table that was clearanced down and there was like a red sticker on the game and at first, I just picked it up because it said it was World of Warcraft. And it's uh-huh. this World of Warcraft, the adventure game. Okay. So it's retailed for 39 bucks, but it had a big red sticker on it, which gave, um, it took 50% off. So I got it for $19. And I haven't had a chance to play it yet because it took me about an hour to read through the rules. 
was about to say, I have that game. Do you have this game? That game is complicated. It is so complicated, <laughs> but it looks so cool. Like, I mean, it, if your electricity goes out and you want to play Warcraft, this is the game for you. <laughs> because it's it's literally like you're playing Warcraft in a board game, right? Wow. Have you played it, Kim? I have played it. And we've only actually played it a couple of times. And it was, um, I bought it for my son. Mm -hmm. um, and we played it with him a couple of times. But seriously, that is a complicated game. But There's it's pretty cool. Tons you know? of I, cards. I like, and... It's one of those, it's got the tiles, right? Is that the one that has the tiles? and um, Yeah, the uh, attack yeah. power. And yeah. you have to get seven marks <laughs> of valor to win the game. Wow. Yeah, that's it. I can see, yeah. I can see you. Wham, we wiped again. <laughs> across the room. <laughs> I could, yeah, I would totally do that too. Because I'm one of those board throwers. I'm like, gross. Oh, uh, I don't. Oh, no. I got to set it back up. There's too many pieces to this game to do that. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Oh, so I haven't God. had a chance to play it, but I thought I would mention that if you have a Barnes & Noble, you may be able to find this board game 50% off. And in, in addition to a lot of other games right now, because they seem to have a a large influx of, of games in in the physical store right now um i'd be interested if they had it on sale on the website i would think not but it seems like an inventory thing that they're doing and then stephanie you just found two games on sale for 10 bucks at amazon that is correct two of our, our favorites two of our very favorites borderlands for the pc and bioshock for the pc are 9.99 there you go at amazon.com that's amazing that borderlands is i know and I, I still love that game. Awesome. I still share it with everyone. Like, go, go try this game. <laughs> awesome Christmas game. is coming soon because all the uh, stores are carrying Christmas decorations. So oh. there you go. You can get your Christmas. I'm just your Christmas freaking gift. out over the Halloween <laughs> stuff that popped up. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I'm seeing Christmas stuff already. So. Ugh. Yeah. Uh, All right. So let's move on to internet buzz and news. And we got a, f uh, a few stories here. Um, uh, this, I, I'm trying to remember where I found this, but I just thought it was so cute. It is the Gamers Baby ABCs. So it is um, the Gamers Alphabet is what it's called. And it goes right. through and it goes through the entire alphabet. So it's A is for Atari, the first on the scene b is for bits they are eight or 16 <laughs> c is for controls cords stretched across the floor d is for dreamcast the console no more and it goes through the entire out oh, it is so cute um i took a pose so cute this this guy has to get a publisher for this i know this, this looks like just a, um he made this um it, that would be so awesome yeah if if we could find out where you could buy this i would totally put a link in the show notes but this is just a link to um buzzfeed and so it yeah it's so cute yeah <laughs> makes me want to almost have a kid <laughs> maybe not yeah, I was about to say, I get this kid, but yeah like maybe my grandkids someday. there you go, there you go. Kids. did you hear me <laughs> <laughs> All right, so our next our next article, uh, kind of a different tone. Uh, thanks mm. to Gretchen for uh, sending me an email, and giving me a heads up on this. Uh, it is the backlash on a female gamer gamer's review at G four, um, and this is um, uh, a female gamer by the name of Abby Heppy submitted her review of Metroid, the other M. Um, 
for G4. And she gave it two out of five stars. Um, and she has gotten a ton of just, I don't, I don't, hating, man. I mean, just, it's just not, I was reading some of the comments. I'm just like, really? And apparently G4 has removed a a large number of the comments. Yeah. I Um, saw that. And I just, I really, what I, I guess what I'm wishing is that we were beyond that, (laughs) you know? Yeah. It seems like they took a lot of shots at her personally versus what she was actually reviewing for the game. Exactly. Right. It's like what basically said silly feminist and their emotions getting in the way of professionalism. Really? <laughs> what did okay. wow. if, if there was a guy <laughs> saying these things, would would they have okay, well let's just back up and say what she said about the game. Um and, oh yeah, go ahead. And I, and I'm coming from strictly from a point of view of never and I mean never having played any of the Metroid games. But here's my understanding. Once the revelation came that she is in fact a she mm-hmm. now they've given her emotional baggage mm-hmm. <laughs> and i can see that from the trailer mm-hmm. you know now all of a sudden she is a girl in a ponytail she's blonde she looks like barbie i swear she looks like barbie yeah and she's walking talking about her past oh the past is pushing me forward and then there's a little shot from her childhood and you know then she walks a little further and then there's some scene from a battle and i'm sitting there thinking why does she have emotional baggage now when she didn't have didn't it before? Have it before she didn't yeah. need it before. Now all of a sudden, woo, she's a woman. And that's, what, she have- and that's what she's objecting to. She says yeah. she's objecting to the game's uh, depiction of its protagonist delivered in via two hours of cutscene narrated by the formerly silent, I can't even pronounce her name, Samus, um, in a confessional Dear Diary style. In short, she says, if you're asking to forget that Samus had... <laughs> has spent the last 10 to 15 years on solitary missions, riddling the, ga- gal- ridding the galaxy of space pirates, saving the universe, and surviving on her own as a bounty hunter. Instead, Other M expects you to accept her as a submissive, childlike, self-doubting little girl that can cannot possibly wield the amount of power she possesses unless directed to by a man. Right. So, yeah, she's getting ripped apart by right. saying that. So, because it's a woman saying... Look, I, I object to how this woman is being portrayed. That's where all the comments are coming from saying, eh, you're feminist and blah, 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 blah. Yeah. And and it was a guy you know, saying that. And, <laughs> and there are plenty of guys sensitive enough to say, wow, you know what? I don't need my female heroes to be whining mm-hmm. <laughs> or, you know, having all these problems. Uh, you know, would it have the same backlash? Yeah, probably not. I wouldn't think. But then again, you know, and the next article that I have is um, from CNN Tech, Five Bloody New Games for Guys. And this article (sighs) is specifically written for guys. Um, And it's (laughs) it's written by a man and it's it's written for for guys. And on the flip side, what happened and this and gaming angels, um, they let me know about this article. And it was like let you know let this guy know that women play these games um so we have a guy saying you know these are these are guy games and if you look in the comments it's nothing but women going after him on this (laughs) (laughs) so i mean here's what i guess overall i just want to say it's just we're so 
I don't want us to be so hypersensitive. And I, I, I think it's important for us to sound, sound off to say, you know, we're all playing these games. And, and I had an interesting argument with Mark about this particular article um, from a guy's perspective or the games for guys and he challenged me because what i really wanted want the situation to be is that it's not a big deal like we shouldn't even be worried i mean it shouldn't be a big deal like but because we're we are a minority in this genre um we're very sensitive to to articles like this so he challenged me he goes tell me out of your your friends and families who of those actually play games that are women and so i actually put a a little poll on my facebook page oh is that what your poll is about (laughs) yes because i was so upset with my husband for telling me that i shouldn't that he's like you really shouldn't be upset about this article you know it is what it is and there's there's these stereotypes for a reason and and i think he's like i think you're kind of insulated and and you know you're you're rare in the sense that there are even though there are a lot of women and a lot of those women listen to us in the whole that's why these stereotypes come up because there's just a for a hardcore gamer these are primarily geared towards men and i have to I have to agree with him to oh, a point, but I just don't have to like it. <laughs> that, one, that one, that one surprised me when I saw it on there. I'm like, really? Wow. Cataclysm is geared towards yeah. men. Boy. But didn't, isn't there a study out there though? Isn't there a study out there of how many women to men players there are? Yeah, there is. There's and I agree. There's, there's definitely, there are definitely more men, yeah. but of those, of the five games, that one actually surprised yeah. me. It kind of did me too. The rest of these, I'm like, okay, they they are, but I would say that of these five games, there's more that play WoW than any of these other games. Yeah, that, that I is think, true. Because the games, you know, that, here, so here are the games that he he says in this article: Shank, Halo Reach, God of War, Ghost of Sparta, um, and what was the last one? Right, Dead, uh, Dead, Dead Rising Dead 2, Rising and, and of course World of Warcraft Cataclysm. I, I've played all of these except for God of War Ghost of Sparta because it hasn't been released yet and Dead Rising 2, again, hasn't been released yet. Everything else I've played. But um, <laughs> again, going back to, uh, you know, are, we're, are we abnormal? I don't, I don't want to say abnormal, but we're in the minority and I don't we're want that to be. I, I, don't, <laughs> I guess that's what I'm trying to say and that's why I think I got really frustrated with my husband because I'm like, dang it, but that's not what I want. I don't want this article to be like, this is all, these are games for guys. Rah. Well, and but in the general, in the, I mean, my little, fa- you know, informal survey almost, uh, I guess I had like 13 people respond. The number one response was, I don't have time for games. Oh, I don't have time. I'm like, but if you really wanted to play, you would play because you would stop watching TV or I just thought that was such an interesting response from my non gamer girlfriends. Well, and I, I don't think, have time. Um, I think they haven't been exposed to it in the right way. Yeah. You know, I, I was, uh, you know, I was lucky that, you know, I got exposed to it and we probably all of us mm-hmm. were exposed to it very early in our lives. Yes. 
we got into it very early in our lives. Curse you, Pong! (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) That was my game, too. That was the first one I played, too. (laughs) Um, If only Pong had body looting, it wouldn't be the... No. (laughs) (laughs) I defeat you, now I take your stick. There's a quest. (laughs) I mean, if you look at these, honestly, Halo Reach, very few women play that. Dead Rising 2, probably even... You know, not very many. I can imagine there's going to be very few women playing Dead Rising too. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's a very gory, yeah. very zombie show game. Yeah, I mean, right. I love it, but I'm kind of a guy, so <laughs> you know. And so, and and but that's that's the point that I think Mark was trying to make that you know most girls, and and that's why you know putting that poll to my my female family members it it kind of i was like yeah dang it he's right oh my god he's right because <laughs> we are kind of insulated in our own gaming world and yeah. they, that's what's so great about the internet is that we can find each other right. um but for the most part in our in our real life immediate circle it's hard right. to find another girl gamer like a I real have, girl I gamer zero. i have zero i have zero too I, I hate um, to say that, but in my real life, and I think that's the point. I hate to say it too, you know. And, okay, I have one, but, but, but she's let's, like but let's back people. it up. Okay, so so this let's let's agree that the stereotype does exist. Like men are stronger than women. Yeah, I'm sorry. Biologically, physically, they are stronger than women. Mm-hmm. There are plenty of strong women, but on the whole, men are stronger than women. But that doesn't negate the fact that a woman can review a video game that contains a female protagonist and say. I don't like how this woman is being portrayed. Right. She should not especially get since, backlash. Especially since the, the history she has of, of the two X chromosomes, yep. that this is her opinion. She yep. should not get backlash for that. She's right. saying, look, and okay, so I'm, I, while we've been talking, I've been reading this review. There have been 11 Metroid games. This is the very, very first one that has ever talked about her history, mm. her, back, her back history. And it says, um, this is strictly from the review. It says, regardless of whether or not the interpretation of Other M, which is the game, can be reconciled with your own interpretation of her, uh, she's confronted with her long-standing nemesis, Ridley, and she's spliced into flashes of a little girl crying and afraid, despite the fact she has already defeated him at least four times already. (laughs) It says... Samus has Samus has existed as a silent protagonist with only the personality that we have bestowed upon her in our own imaginations. So that's what existed in the previous 11 games. Now with this game, they've decided to make her a crying girl with daddy issues. Mm. She's saying, I don't like that. Mm-hmm. And I think you can, you could have done it differently. And I think that kind of harkens back to the difference between a review and a critic. Mm-hmm. If a review just comes out and says, ah, you know, I kind of like the game and blah, 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 uh, that's one thing. And people just kind of brush it off. But when you actually criticize a part of the game and say, I think that you did this wrong and it could have been you took the done differently, then the that's, that's a trigger point for some people. And they just react. You and know, her being a with, woman with didn't help comments. it. Yeah, with these comments, you're like, ah, I didn't need the blah, blah, blah. I mean, do you guys really want it? I mean, that, that's the question I wanted to ask these guys. Did this help your game experience at all to see her as a crying little girl? Did that somehow make you connect to her any mm-hmm. better? Or would you rather have gone back to her just being, a you tough, know, emotionless? Yeah. 
<laughs> Did, mm-hmm. I mean, you're, you're saying the, the reviewer's opinion is incorrect, okay? That she's being a feminist and she's harping on this for whatever reason. Does that make the game better, the fact that they've added this? Mm-hmm. I, for a guy player, I can't imagine that it would. Well, un- underscore Funk even said, he goes, guys don't want annoying characters. And neither do yeah. I. As a female, I don't want an annoying character that I will right. make me stop playing the game. And <laughs> they annoy me. Like girls crying. No. So why would you want to see that? Yeah. That just that doesn't make any sense. Yep. So and it just it just sucks that she got the brunt of that for probably stating something like you said something that probably uh, a male gamer would say but just because she was a female yeah, they a male gamer had come out and it, said it was the lowest you know common what? denominator to the PMS I really don't need it. <laughs> would have been fine. Yeah. They would have been fine. They'd been like, "Yeah, I agree with you. Let's get to the killing. Let's get to the shooting." <laughs> when a girl says it, then they're all, "Oh my god!" Yeah, uh-huh. please. I, I don't like double standards, and this is clearly a double standard. Yeah. So, well, ugh, the never-ending girl. Plus, it, I, I mean, you're throwing in the internet and anonymous comments, so you're yeah. just dredging up the worst of the worst. Uh, and I this hate- was this was an article that came out on the sixth of september and i'm curious at the time that this article was published over at the brainy gamer um which by the way great blog um he uh, said that the comments had um reached 459 comments and counting right so I, how many of those were blocked because they were too obnoxious to view yeah uh, i'd be curious let me see if there's a, um uh, 506 now and I bet you they did a lot of purging. <laughs> oh, for sure. For sure. All right. Oh, yeah. you know, because it, it spawns off of each other. One person um, writes something, then somebody else is going to write something a little nastier and a little nastier. It's a snowball so, effect. It, it is totally a snowball effect. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, and so this other article from CNN, um, I wish that he could have totally just said five bloody new games, period. Right. He didn't need to say for guys, but I, I, again, it, it goes into they automatically assume only guys are going to play them. And okay, so we are in the minority, but not only they're not only for guys. But he's making that assumption, and this is CNN, well, especially with Halo this Reach. Is some blog, yeah, Halo you know? Reach. You can be a woman or a man when you first go into this game. You pick female or male, right? So right. women are playing Halo. So. That's, uh, yeah, that's exactly. I mean, they're propagating the stereotype by saying that that you know, oh, these are bloody ones for men. Well, are there bloody ones for women? <laughs> Is it like you know? Don't go there. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Uh, right, here's my, here's my favorite. Here's my favorite comment from the CNN article. It says, "I play WoW, and man, it ain't bloody or macho unless you count the Chinese farmers fighting over frost lotus <laughs> or titanium veins." <laughs> <laughs> That's about the Sumatra was. Yeah, exactly. Wow is not okay. Yeah, more guys and girls play Wow, but yeah, it's one that of those blood games, games that, that I play. Yeah, it's, and there's it's a, not a bloody game. No. And there's mm-hmm. 147 comments on this one too. And I know that yeah. uh, there's a lot of females saying, you know, I played all these, or I am probably going to play all these games. It just seems, it's like you said, it's on CNN, which is, I think, the most surprising part of this. Yeah, yeah. I I, I like that these people are commenting on saying, you know, hey, look, women play these games too. We do. And they rock. I can't wait for uh, Ghost of Sparta. 
All right. So moving on um, again. Th- thanks, Gretchen, um, for the article on over on G4. Um, <laughs> oh, it looks like some more DLCs coming out for Red Dead on, tu- <laughs> on Tuesday. <laughs> is this the one that you've been waiting for? I have been waiting for. This is the one that they've actually uh, listened to the users. And these are the most requested user uh, I don't want to say events or features that they want in the game. So this is this is the DLC that I think a lot of people are going to really, really like. So like the uh, horse racing you've been right. asking for forever? It's, it's called Liars and Cheats, and it releases on Tuesday, September 21st. Uh, it's going to be $9.99 for the downloadable uh, content. Um, it includes uh, in-game gambling, so you can play poker and liars dice uh, with your friends or mm-hmm. with random people. Uh, there's horse racing. And uh, it isn't the cart racing, or at least that's not what they've been showing in the mm-hmm. pictures. It's just straight out horse racing. But they threw in a little uh, twist, whereas as soon as the race starts, you can draw your weapon and shoot the other, <laughs> <laughs> shoot the other racers. That's awesome. Uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> so that's going to be interesting. That's I don't know if you sh- shoot the person or the horse but you just if, if you die you, you respawn in the game and uh, the race and you just keep going so it's not a uh, done and you're out um they also are throwing in one new weapon um an explosive explosive rifle and they're doing new gang hideouts which i cannot wait for seven new gang hideouts so uh oh seven oh that will yeah, be very cool seven yeah so this is yeah. definitely the dlc that i'm looking for so we're gonna have to get back on as our our get our yes own together. <laughs> i know because so you were playing by myself. Why are my friends playing with me? And I'm like, oh gosh, I feel so bad. <laughs> and when, when this game came out, we had what eight, nine people playing. And now it's You're just me. Like every night. Yeah. Now it's just <laughs> and and what I do is like jump into co-op, and if I find jerks, I leave, and if I find somebody interesting, I stay. That's <laughs> I'm like chat roulette with the co-op. <laughs> Oh, you guys are jerks. Oh, cool. <laughs> well, the, the the problem I see for this is on September 21st, the mm-hmm. the DLC for Death Spank comes out. So Aww. I think I'm going to have to pick that over Red Dead. <laughs> so. But I will. I will I'll, I need to jump back into, into Red Dead. I feel like I left that game a little too soon. Yeah. Well, <clears throat> you know, the thing is, you just get so many awesome games out there. You just don't have time to play all of them. Exactly. It really is a problem. Yeah. And you go back to games that you really enjoyed. <laughs> so. That's effect too. <laughs> yeah. All right. So let's move on to World of Warcraft talk yes. because it is Brewfest right now from September 20th to October 5th. <laughs> go it in. It's a holiday. It yeah, it is. Uh, midnight tonight. I know. Oh, no, midnight Monday night. So I'm curious to see if they change the boss. Um, exactly. That's what I'm curious they, about, too. They oh, changed yeah, yeah. boss in the summer event um, to be so everyone just goes in um, the one time versus doing everyone doing it one at a time. Right. So I'm, I'm hoping they do change it because that made it so much better. You didn't it have made it a lot quicker. Exactly. It did because it, it, it really gets to you. So I'm hoping that they do that. Then you can get your brew of the month club, which I think a lot of people are waiting for. I so finally got mine out there. Um, that's right. Long strange journey. The I know that. Achievement, yeah. yeah. That's been one that has held a lot of people up. So, you know, I think we'll be seeing a lot of, um, those achievements completed as well. Awesome. Get, and then get almost my mug. right behind it, right on its heels, is uh, Hallow's Eve. Yeah. Oh, that's the one 
I, I need. Uh, yes. I need that's that. One. I think that's uh, my last one. My In fact, I know that's my last one because I did the Thanksgiving yeah. one. So Halloween, I will have my flying Yay. mount. That's Yay. awesome. The proto. <laughs> yeah, Halloween. Oh, this, this is my favorite time of year for yes. achievements and for, you know, the holiday stuff. Absolutely. And then after that will be the Thanksgiving one, which I, it, it, if you've never raised your cooking, that is the one to do it on. Like if you've put it off and you've got a tune that just has like cooking of 10 or something like that, wait till Thanksgiving and then do the achievements. And, well, and uh, I was in town last year you'll for your, your cooking, like nothing for Thanksgiving. So I didn't get the turkey and I want, oh, the, I want the turkey. I think I, I, the turkey's awesome. I, think I missed the turkey <laughs> too. Like, throws okay. himself on the fire. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So. <laughs> all right. Yeah, so, so yeah, there's okay. all a bunch of, uh, you know, in-game uh, events that I like. So, um, the, the other thing that I have from that I came across on AIE-guild.org, the AIE mm. blog is, uh, there's, there is no concept of top 20 contributors anymore. So it seems for guild the, well, for for guild the, yeah, for the guild achievements and who can yes. participate. Right. So I guess that was the big thing that um, it was only going to be the top 20 producers to get those achievements. Right. Right. Which, yeah, exactly. Which for a guild, our size, yeah. oh my gosh, you know, when we yeah. have almost 2000 people, actual people in our guilds, yes. I thought we that had more than that. I thought it was, like, that. I thought it was that five. Characters, physical people. Yeah, yeah we've got like 7,000 tunes right wow. now. I mean, or like 6,000, I think, tunes right. and like 2,000 actual physical people. So that would have been horrible for them. But it, um, this is... This here's, is- here's my prediction. Here's what I, how I think Guild... Uh, rep is going to shake out because one of the, I mean there's a whole bunch of cool stuff that you can get with guild rep and we don't really know exactly mm-hmm. what the final result's going to be but one of the cool things that we're all looking forward to is getting a guild mount mm-hmm. with your guild tavern on it oh, can't wait for that but um, when you compare like our guild which has 7,000 characters to a, another smaller guild that has maybe 25 or 30 um, you know somewhere in the back of their head they're thinking that well that's obviously not fair that, you know, they have so many more people, you know, getting rep and we're not. Mm-hmm. So what, here's my, my think is that Blizzard is just going to uh, tap it out. They're going to, they're going to put a cap on how much uh, guild points a guild can generate mm-hmm. per week or whatever. Yeah. It's gotta be per week. Yeah. No, I totally agree. It's kind of like you can only go into an instance once a week. <laughs> there's, well, there's no, a- they'll, they're, they'll say, uh, your guild generated 5,000 points this week. Bam. That's yeah. 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 That's yeah I think there's going to be a cap on it, but what, I mean, what this is really saying is that everyone, um, profits from it versus just those top contributors, mm-hmm. which really isn't fair because no. then, you know, it's only those people who have the time to get on right. all the time. That's right. And then it becomes a matter of entitlement. You know, when you, exactly. if you, if you limited it to just the 20 top 20 contributors, then they would suddenly feel that they have the right to determine how the, the guild spends mm-hmm. those points. And that's it, not, yeah. that's not cool either. No, you know, it should obviously be up to the guild that seems uh, like leadership. A good decision was made. Yeah. So, so, you know, some of the things that they get points for are uh, people leveling. Now, obviously, we're going to cap that out <laughs> big time. I leveling we'll your character, leveling your professions. <laughs> I mean, yeah, we're we're we'll be maxed out as soon as they start it. <laughs> Day one, be like a green. Uh, what is it? The the wall of achievements instead of that's right. Wall People of are going to be sick. <laughs> 
All right. So um, moving right along, we actually oh, did. Well, we oh. do have the other thing is oh. that patch 4.0 is ready for download. Oh. So if you haven't started your, your Blizzard downloader, do it now because it's, it's just under two gigs. So mm. depending on the speed of your connection, it's going it's to take a while to, uh, to better install. Better do that. <laughs> yeah, it's a patch 4.0 is uh, on the move and uh, it should be ready to go live pretty soon. Very cool. They're testing it out on the PTR right now. All right. Are, you, are either of you on the PTR? No. I've never, uh, never been I moved on. Some, char- some characters over, but then I got pulled over into the, uh, the beta. <laughs> so I was playing the beta rather than the, the PTR. So. Yeah. All right. So we also got an email um, from David. And he had an interesting question. Um, and since all of us are officers in AIE and we've, we've had similar kinds of discussions about this very topic, I thought um, I'd move this email to, to this section of the show. Um, so David says, um, I've been playing WoW for a year now, and I've been listening to the show for the last few months. Love the show, by the way. Great chemistry and very informative. Well, thanks. Thank you. Um, so my question is around WoW and the use of the word rape. Um, it comes up a lot in PvP, and it's slang for dominating the other side or the player. But it has always bothered me because this word really... this. Uh, of the real world use of the word. Mm-hmm. I am by nature, not a sen- uh, I am not by nature a sensitive person, but I cringe whenever I hear the term said or written in game. How do you guys feel about this? Has it been discussed before? Um, I've even dropped a guild when a member was added um, that had the word in it because I did not want to be associated with them. Thanks, David. That's actually a really good question. Oh, yeah. And like Nicole said, we all are all officers in, in our guild. And it's a huge guild, so we deal with this uh, weekly. I mean, mm-hmm. this isn't yeah. something that's just comes up every <laughs> now and again. This is yeah. a weekly thing that we deal with. And um, we would never even let anybody into our guild with the name Gunnarabia no. because that, no. that is just not appropriate for a family guild. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think what it is, the, the word rape actually can mean... Um, to seize and take away by force. However, I think, you know, the connotation is always a sexual one, and that's the way people think about it. Mm -hmm. So when they're thinking about it, they're thinking about it in the worst possible way. And um, it goes along with the word gay and retarded. People Mm -hmm. use those all the time to mean stupid. And that, that just drives me nuts because that is so offensive to anybody who is gay or you know is retarded you're you're basically just calling them stupid right. and I, that's that's so inappropriate and it's so ignorant of people to do that well and i think too just in the gaming world in general these this I, i've seen like adam sussler talk about this and how especially like on things like xbox live i mean these things are just these words are just thrown around so casually right. and not without any regard of who is actually listening mm-hmm. who is on on the other end and and it's like oh don't be a wimp and don't take things so seriously but i don't think that this should be something that that we take seriously and and especially if there's young kids playing and i mean if you want to a- attract other people to the the I don't call it sport, but <laughs> I was going to call gaming a sport <laughs> to the sport. <laughs> but like, fe- I mean, as a female, I don't want to be verbally attacked. That's exactly. why I've I, and even though I'm now part of Xbox Like Gold, I will not get on just randomly oh. with anyone 
That's what I was worried about when you said that you had signed up no. for that. All I could think no. of was, what no. are you going to be hearing? No, I'm not going to do that. No. <laughs> because there's no way I would set foot into that. And, I mean, that's and these the are the types of topics. I mean, and I think that's what's nice about Warcraft is that you can find a guild that has the same ideals as you to at least. So the, the game itself is not um, uh, policing it. But doesn't Warcraft do some kind of name checks and things like that? Uh, only on a very or, basic level. Yeah. And, you, and really, it, ha- it would have to be reported. Yeah. Somebody would have to take offense to it and report it. Yeah. Um, Definitely, because we we actually get so many applications for the most inappropriate names. Yeah, just the worst names you can think of. And you're like, seriously, (laughs) why would you want to run around with a name like that? Things that I wouldn't even say on this podcast. Right, exactly. So, uh, David, you are not alone thinking that this is not what you want to be listening to or being exposed to when you're playing a game. And there are certainly uh, plenty of guilds out there that'll that'll police it, uh, you know, and and help you uh, kind of moderate the game. Um, we get accused of being, uh, you know, too harsh on on uh, our guild chat because we do not accept any type of, uh, you know, name calling or any foul language or you know any kind of uh, you know use of words like that, like a uh, gay, retarded, or rape or anything like that. Um, and uh, that will kick people out for that. But I think I think the the seed of this is that the, it's expected mm-hmm. to hear trash talk when you're playing a game. And I think that's the wrong message that we're teaching kids. Okay, we've talked about this before, how kids play games and no one's monitoring what they're saying or what they're doing when they're playing. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, we talked about this at, at DragonCon that there was a, a video of a little girl trash talking on uh, Xbox Call of Duty and her parents were actually egging her on and oh, encouraged her to say just the worst things you could possibly and they were just saying like the parents would say not in my house and then the girl would drop the f bomb and say not my effort house oh. blah blah and and I'm sitting there like losing my mind that this is acceptable this is a video or was this, this actually at Dragon Con <laughs> I mean like like you think that this is acceptable for your child to to grow up thinking I can say whatever I, I can say the most hateful, insulting things to someone because they're not in front of me. Yeah, that's acceptable, and especially because we're playing a game, and especially since we are going more towards a virtual world anyway. I mean, everything is becoming online, and how you handle yourself online can directly affect your real life, your your employment, your you know. It's just all I could think about when I when I saw that video and heard what that girl was saying was way to go parents because wait until that girl hits 16 <laughs> oh, and then see what you've created. Oh. You think she's going to listen to you? Do you think she's going to, you know, when you say be home at a certain time, you think she's going to do that? Yeah. No, because you've taught her that she can say whatever she wants. She can do whatever she wants and there's no repercussions. But mm. I, I can remember when I first started doing PVP, I would say and I still to this day say nothing in Battleground chat. I don't either. Nothing. Yeah, because as soon as you say anything, you are opening yourself up to someone attacking you personally. Not for whatever you're doing in the game. Like you could be, you know, going, defending the wrong thing or whatever. Oh, an AV and the stupid flags. Oh, dear <laughs> Lord. Taking the graveyard. Not I'm taking sorry. the graveyard. Defending the bunkers. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they will just attack you. Yeah. For, 
anything because everybody else it, everyone else is the problem yeah <laughs> not, not them, them. It's never them you. never them. and uh and, and, and it, it really, really affected me to the point where I, I just hate PvP because it brings out the worst in people. Yeah. And people just have lost the ability to play and be good sports. What I, I mean, seriously. I they, do something I mean, similar. I mean, if I you like- talk about good sport, being a good sport, a good winner or a good loser, people just laugh at you. But when did, when did that go away? When was, yeah, when did not- that become acceptable? <laughs> yeah, when did it become acceptable to just... <laughs> We know at any cost, when, when and, I, and to like, I don't even understand that anymore. It's almost well, like, and I, I think it's always been acceptable, but we've just never not acceptable. People have always thought that way, but um, we just don't see it as much when we were closed inside our own little worlds. Yeah. You know, yeah. the world is now opened up to us, and so we see all of it now. Yeah. Um, I just I liked when we played at the end of the softball game. No matter how much you hated the other team, you had to go and slap each other's hands and say, "Good game, good game, good yeah. game, good game." <laughs> okay, well, I gotta admit that you know <laughs> I played softball for most of my life, and there were teams that you know you would go out there and you just put your hand up, but you're not even gonna you're look like, at mm, them. You could just go down the line, uh, you know. <laughs> so much. But at least we weren't saying, you know. Go to hell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah right. I mean, like shooting on the figure or firing crash. And that taught me and that taught me, I mean, that kind of sport taught me how to be a good try to be a good loser. I'm not the best loser. But, yeah, exactly. But I still, nobody likes to lose. You know, nobody likes to lose. But it did teach but me you a can lot. Suck it up and yeah. go, you know, at least I tried and hey, yeah. we had fun and that sort of thing. But no, it when it when it I think it it just became too much of a uh, it's tied to your ego too much. Yeah. yeah. You know? To be a winner. Yep. Because so. Americans like winners and we <sighs> hate losers. Well, thanks, David, for the question. <laughs> um, good discussion. And I'm sure um, a lot of you Look listening. For a guild. Yeah. Yeah. Look for definitely. All right. So um, I don't have any uh, video game audio clips. I'm sorry. I had a new <sighs> setup. and But um, <laughs> we did have a an audio clip. From a few weeks ago, that oh, yes. that um, if you actually wrote in the answer to that clip, you potentially could have won a ticket to see the raid, the new documentary coming out um, at jointheraid.com. If you want more information on that, but um, it is um, being pre-screened at BlizzCon this year. And we've, <laughs> and we've been fortunate enough to get tickets to this um, screening. So um, what I wanted to make sure is that, and I, I will contact all the people so far, and actually so far, everyone that's entered has gotten the, the correct response to yeah. the audio clip, which if you didn't, I would be really upset because <laughs> it was, it was actually, it was World of Warcraft. And in fact, it was the opening screen, your, your login screen to Burning Crusades. So, and I'm of course fumbling for the um, list of people, but I will be emailing all of the people that um, responded. In fact, um, I think every one of you got a ticket. Um, I will say though, um, I hope you're all over 21 because the venue, <laughs> the venue that um, was um, that they were able to get um, restricted 21 and over. 
So uh, I did not know that at the time of when I announced the contest. So if not, um, uh, I'll be in contact with you and we'll figure something out. So congrats to everyone that got the answer right. Is it because of language? Um, no. I can't imagine they're going to be showing something. That- no, no, no. Alcohol. Ooh, yeah. excellent. So <laughs> I think there's an elk, there's an open bar and whatnot. <laughs> so, <laughs> so all three of us will be there. I think it yes, is an open bar. Be there. I'm pretty, maybe, maybe I've just misspoken. Maybe it's not, I don't know. But, um, either way, it's going to be fun. It's going to be, um, during BlizzCon, I think the day, is it before or after it ends? I have to look. But anyway, it should be a blast. Again, go to jointheraid.com to learn more about it. Because even if you can't go to the pre-screening, I would totally recommend um, keeping track of this this film when it comes out. Because it looks awesome, just from the, the clips I've been able to watch. All right, so let's move along to emails. And we have a few, so I'm going to try to do this quickly. Um, this is from Stephen. Um, it says... Hi, ladies. Just wanted to point out a couple of games uh, that came out this week that are slipping under the radar somewhat, but are well worth a look. The first one being Amnesia Dark Descent. So that's definitely what we talked about at the top of the show. So thanks, Stephen, for that one. He said it's a weaponless survival survival horror adventure game from the creators of the... Uh, I can't pronounce that word. (laughs) Like, I can't pronounce that word. (laughs) (laughs) Series and absolutely hands down the creepiest thing you will ever play all year. I don't want to say too much uh, about it for fear of spoilers, but watch the video in the above link. And he gave us a link and you'll, if you, uh, and if you survive that, try out the demo on Steam. So I'm totally going to get this game. Um, The other is, uh, again, what's with these names? Um, Reset. All the good ones are gone. <laughs> Reset. 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 <laughs> this is terrible. I, yeah, anyway, I um, it, an item shop's tale. Reset here. Let's Reset-tier. call it that. Reset here. He said it's a sort of a weird mix of fantasy shop management sim mixed with roguelike RPG with some uh, Princess Maker style time management thrown into the mix. And it's also very Japanese. Well, what? You know, that's bad. Look at the, look at the name of the uh, look at the web address. What's that? <laughs> Cart full of goo or gur? <laughs> I don't know. What that is. Wow, it's like just random letters thrown together. <laughs> okay, that game sounds weird. Yeah, it does not sound like my type of game. It sounds like my <laughs> type of game. Yeah, it sounds like your type of game, guys. Like RPG. I can't even comprehend how those two work together. He said, again, there's a hefty demo on Steam that's wor- well worth checking out. I love when okay. games have demos. Yes. Yeah, any- and Dark Descent has a very good demo if you want to oh, try it. Very good Excellent. one. Right. So he said, I don't understand what the roguelike means. Stealthy. <laughs> <laughs> have to Are try out the demo. Around the your shop, <laughs> you know, <laughs> surprising customers. <laughs> Anyway, I thought I'd spread the word about these games. Both of them deserve a lot more attention than they, that they have already been getting. Uh, yes, cheers, Stephen. So thanks, Stephen. That's awesome. Thank you. Email. That's awesome. Um, the next email. Um, hey, ladies, I've been a, a big fan of the show. Um, I'm also the host of a podcast called The Gamers Craft Guild. The, our goal is to be the hub uh, where people who want to get into the gaming industry can meet, connect, and with each other and eventually move on to help each other out 
uh, with projects and job searches. I thought, uh, thought some of your listeners might be interested in checking us out if they're looking to break into the industry. Also, we'd love to have you guys as guests sometimes. Thanks. Love the show. Mike, AKA Vesher from AIE. And I wanted to write, read this email because, um, I'd say probably about five years ago, I was so interested in potentially getting into the gaming industry and moving from my current job. I had no idea to where to even start. Um, And I picked up some books and things like that. But I think, you know, probably schooling when you when you're in college, that's probably when you have the opportunity to really gear yourselves to it to an industry. So I, I wanted to bring up um, this website. And just if if you are interested in the gaming industry, why not check it out? They do a podcast as well. Um, And I'm all about supporting people getting into the game industry, especially the females. So there's not enough of us out there. And again, it's called the Game Crafters Guild. Yep, the Game Crafters Guild. Did he give the URL? Um, No, but if you probably Google that, you can probably find him. (laughs) So that's just, that's all together. Game Crafters is all together. Yep, Game Crafters is all together. Um, And then the next email, Molly, did you want to read that one? Sure. I like reading emails. (laughs) (laughs) Hi, ladies. I just wanted to give a shout out and thank you all for your podcast. My only wish is that you are weekly. I drive 75 miles one way to work at a nationally renowned cancer center as I'm a bone marrow transplant nurse practitioner. Wow, that's pretty cool. Um, I started as a casual gamer, then got into WoW sort of hardcore, working on Lich King 25 presently. I'm a demonology warlock on Whisperwind with the Disgruntled Guild. Wow, 25 men. Lich yeah, King. That's you go. Awesome. We're only doing ten. Yeah, we'll be there soon. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be there in ten soon. <laughs> yeah, we'll be on ten. <laughs> I have two questions. As I mentioned earlier, I've gotten into a wider variety of games and have all the systems in my media game room as well as an epic gaming PC. But I'm finding I'm so behind on great games as many of them are putting out sequels. Mm-hmm. I asked the Chippewa boys, that would be Terpster and Mike Schramm, about playing the originals before the sequels, etc. And they say it is game dependent. I'll admit for Bioshock, I'm playing it before I play. I'm playing one before I play two, but for Mass Effect, I'm playing two as I heard the combat is better and I'm still sort of wonky FPS shooter girl. Laugh out loud. (laughs) What is your take? Also, are you ladies going to be forming up a team for the October 16th chariot event, Play Games, Heal Kids, through Extra Life and Sarcastic Gamer? I joined IGN via the Girls on Girl Fight, but would like to support you as well and send other friends your way. Maybe I missed mention of it, although I'm a steady fan and haven't missed an episode. Thanks again for everything you do, Robin Larson. Um, Thanks so much for your email. First, um, wow, you have to drive 75 miles one to work. Oh, I couldn't even imagine. But the only reason we do it twice a week is because we like to completely play a game, (laughs) talk about it. And with our schedules, it's impossible to (laughs) to get a full game week out. We we have day jobs as well. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> if this is all we were doing, man, I could crank one, crank one of these out every week. Oh yeah. <laughs> yes. Let's all just quit our jobs. Yeah. And we'll just play games. Cool. That sounds yeah. like the perfect job, right? Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> um, as for playing the, um, the follow-up games or the, the sequels, uh, the, the first ones before right. the, and I totally agree with, with Mike and Terpster. Um, it mm-hmm. really depends on the game. Um, Mass Effect 2, I think is a perfect, um, example because Mass Effect 2 was so much better than Mass Effect 1 that there really was no need to go back and play Mass Effect 1. Um, but Bioshock, like she says, great game. And Bioshock 2, 
it, it, it was just a perfect follow-up. For that well, game. Assassin's Creed is another good example. Um, I did not like the first one. I, I did not. I think I played probably maybe four hours into it. And I was like, yeah, I'm done with this game. But the second one, I totally got into it. And it was better gameplay. I, I liked the story. Um, I, I think the second ones tend to be better than the first ones. Well, and I and think I, it depends on is the story continuing mm-hmm. from the first one or is it just a new storyline in the um, I, the world of yeah, that I game. Most of them are exactly. not continuing storylines, which is why you can jump into them. Well, yeah. and like um, Uncharted, you could definitely play Uncharted 2 without playing Uncharted 1. True. They're both great games, but you don't need to play one before the other. Right. So it really is game dependent. And, and also, are you... Like, for instance, Mark hates to play older graphics. Like, he doesn't uh, like that experience. So, right. even if he wants to play the older game, if the graphics are inferior to what is currently out with, say, the second or third one, um, he, he'll just play the, the, the latest one. So He's rotten. He is. I can play an older game. <laughs> He's, but a lot of people feel that way. So, right. you know, yeah. the but then you get into are, something like the Final Fantasies. They're so far gone. Oh, yeah. I don't even feel comfortable jumping in at any point <laughs> because I don't understand. Well, those are different. Those actually are talk about like seven's good, five's good. Nine's well, they're independent bad, stories. I mean, Final yeah, Fantasy exactly. They're independent stories. Yeah. So if you're comfortable it, with the graphics, go for those. It's episodic. <laughs> <laughs> Something. <laughs> uh, all right. Um, and then the other question that you had, Robin, about the um, October 16th charity event. Um, I am not familiar with that. I need to, to talk with Scott. Um, if he's doing something through Extra Life, this, then... It, no, this, it's not the Extra Life. Oh! It's not Extra Life. This is Extra Life. Um, oh. It's a different Extra Life. Gotcha. There's so, multiple um, Extra Lives out there. Yeah, this has been going on. Um, I've seen it. Um, for at least a couple of years, I've seen this and I've actually sponsored a couple of teams. Okay. You know, just, you can, you can send in, um, your sponsorship for them and they play it for charity. Gotcha. Um, but yeah, Sarcastic Gamer, um, has, they have like six or seven podcasts and it's a blog and things like that. And, um, I see that they, they play for a certain amount of time, like, um, and it's for the 24 hours. Oh, 24 hours straight playing? It says it's an annual 24-hour video game marathon that raises money to help uh, heal sick kids at your local children's hospital. Maybe I could finish Fallout 3 with this event. Yeah, we should, <laughs> we should look into this. This would be <laughs> great. Yeah. I just, I, just I, I have to make sure that I'm not traveling on that day. <laughs> Here's the good part. It says if you can't play the full 24 hours on October 16th, you can make up the time later or even get some in ahead of time. Ooh. 24 hours ahead of time. So yeah. I can take turn up. my clock on right now and go play Fallout 3. <laughs> 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 we should look into this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's do. Let's do. The ladies elite team. Yeah. Thank you so much, Robin, because, yeah, we're definitely, definitely going to do this. We'll stream it, too. That would be fun, right? Oh, that would be a blast. Yeah, that would yes, be. we need to do that. All right. Okay, and we also have a voicemail. In fact, this is an old voicemail and uh, from two weeks ago because we were in Dragon Con. So um, here is our voicemail. Hey, ladies. I love your podcast. Uh, I've been listening for a while. This is uh, Xander the Traveler from uh, Crush Ridge UN Server and WoW. Uh, I got uh, introduced to you uh, through Nerdtacular, as a matter of fact. Um, Scott pointed you out and you were actually sitting in the row in front of me. Uh, anyway, I've been listening to the show ever since, Nerdtacular. I love it. 
Um, I have a Wii console, which doesn't get played too often because the father-in-law doesn't like it played on his big screen, but we do it when he's <laughs> out of town. Uh, but um, I have a question in relation to WoW, so you can put it to the end of the show or whatever. Um, I was just curious uh, if you guys follow WoW lore much. Uh, and if you do, what do you find is your greatest resource uh, for WoW lore? Uh, is there a particular website that you like? Uh, is there a particular book that you like or anything like that? Uh, but particularly, I'm kind of interested about websites. Um, don't get books much, but I uh, love to read stuff online. So um, love your show. Keep up the great work. And uh, look forward to hearing what your uh, next reviews are on the uh, weekend. Thanks. Bye. <laughs> Hoot. Yeah, uh, I don't think... In any any of us are really into the lore much. Yeah. I know probably Stephanie, you probably know more about it because you played the Warcraft series, didn't you? Right. And that right. you get a lot of lore from you the do. playing Warcraft one, two, and three. But I think um, Wow Wiki is yeah, that's my where, where <laughs> I go for, for everything. Wow Wiki is my first hit. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> and, and other and, than that, I think Wow dot com. Um, is pretty good. Mm-hmm. They right. they have some lore stuff on there. And don't they have like a weekly lore? Know your lore. S- know your yeah. lore segment. Yeah. Yeah, they sure do. And then um, the books. I mean, I know you said you don't like books, but that's a great way um, to to find. And some. I know there's some podcasts out there too. Um, Absolutely. I'm trying to remember some of the ones. Um, I don't know any that are lore specific. I know there are though. I, I for the lore isn't for the lore. No, no, it's just it oh. used to be. But they've, they've <laughs> so go to their earlier episodes. <laughs> yeah, that's not not anymore. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's one called Wow Lore Explained, and it doesn't look like they're uh, um, updating it. Uh, last update is seven twenty eight two thousand ten, but there mm-hmm. might be some good. I mean, that's the great thing about podcasts. You can go back to, you know, a lot of their past um, episodes. Yeah. So so active. Yeah. That's all I did in iTunes was just uh, search Wow Lore. (laughs) Well, cool. Well, thanks so much for that uh, call. And I, I, I didn't understand what his name was, but I know he's on. You said Xander the Traveler. Xander, Xander the Traveler. Well, it's yeah. so funny. I'm reading the transcript that Google Voice gets, gives me. And oh, no. When he said it, he, it transcribed, <laughs> but I love to read the pot pie oh, <laughs> instead of offline nice. for some reason. I thought that was funny. I love that Google <laughs> translation of your, of your Google Voice. That is just so uh, funny. <laughs> all right. So if you would like to leave us a voicemail as well, you can actually call in um, to 623-252-4263. Um, you can also email us an MP3 if you have, you know, Google or um, not Google, but an iPhone. There's a little audio recorder on there where it picks mm-hmm. up the uh, recordings very well. Um, and you can just attach an MP3 to an email and send it to ladiesofleet at gmail.com. Um, we the radio yeah um and we also have a few games that i'll just highlight that's coming out so uh civilization five is coming out mm-hmm. and that is um this week. i haven't played civilization so long but i used to be very very into it september 21st so uh in a couple days that's going to be coming out but Another the people that time are, suck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And a lot Fine. of people are excited about that. I know uh, talking to, to Mike Sharam about it, and he's like, oh, I can't wait for Civ Five. 
<laughs> oh, that's like Tom Tom Merritt. He is like over the top for that game. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. He is. So um, again, Death Spank uh, Thongs of Virtue will be coming out mm-hmm. also on September 21st and 22nd, depending on uh, PSN or Xbox Live. Um, serious Sam HD, the second encounter. I don't know. Did he got, did you ever play any of those serious Sam games? No, I didn't either. Really? (laughs) (laughs) If you're into serious Sam, there's uh, a second encounter is going to be coming out. Yeah. There you go. It was right on HD. Um, and then the following week, uh, Ooh, wait a minute. Oh God. How sad is it that I'm looking at final fantasy, is that 14? <laughs> right? I'm like, I can't read Roman numerals to that high. Exactly. There's so many I mean, Roman isn't numerals. Isn't it time to just help say, time out, let's restart, let's do a reboot? I can't believe that. But anyway, the uh, the Final Fantasy, I'm 14, or maybe, yeah, it's 14. <laughs> Online is coming out on uh, September 30th. Um Final Fantasy makes its way to the PC as a massively multiplayer online role-playing game. So that's on September 30th. Are you thinking about playing that? It's an MMO. Nope. No, no. You're like, nah, I got other things to do. I do not have time for another MMO. <laughs> that is not, I, I just do not. Yeah. Have Sorry. <laughs> Dead Rising 2 will be coming out on September 28th for the PC and PS3 and Xbox what? 360. Dead Rising 2. Oh, it's finally coming out. Play. Have you? Did you see the article in um, the Game Informer on that? Mm-mm. Oh, so you can take um, like a um, water gun or you know something like that and tape um, uh, like a fuel bottle to it, so you can tape things together and make new weapons. So in Dead Rising One, you could just pick up stuff and use anything. This one, you can combine items and make them even more awesome to kill things. <laughs> Can't wait well, I see they've been so they've been advertising it on TV quite a bit, um, and I just remember thinking that doesn't look that great of graphics. <laughs> so, and I yeah, it's the graph the graphics on um, Dead Rising were weren't that great, mm-hmm. but, um, but the gameplay is awesome. so much fun, yeah, and so quirky that it was it was cool. Well, cool. Yeah, you can you can put chainsaws on raft doors and make you know. These crazy weapons. So it, I think that's the part of the fun is the weapon very creation. Quirky. Well, cool. Yeah. Very um, and then finally, Laura Croft and the Guardian of Light. And this game came out on the Xbox a number of weeks ago. Um, and it's finally coming out on the PS3, which that's what I've been waiting for. So um, it is a downloadable game that you would download on PSN or Xbox Live, um, a co-op action-adventure game. And I've heard wonderful things about this game, so I'm, I'm excited to play it. And we'll have so, to get it, yeah. get it together. Definitely. You know, speaking of one of our favorite games, uh, Borderlands, I'm just reading that they're doing a new DLC, Claptrap's new Robot Revolution. Really? It's supposed to be released in September. Well, yeah. there you go. There's no firm date, but it just says September. So... Keep an eye out. It's going to be for the Xbox 360, the PlayStation 3, and the PC. Nice. More DLC. And I it's, like it's amazing how this DLC is just becoming... That's the way to get... To reboot those games. You know, well, to keep yeah, getting keep more... Going. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's it's not a lot of effort for these software companies to do it. And um, they're making nine bucks a pop on them. Yeah. That, yeah. That's a pretty good profit margin. Definitely. Yeah. 
Mm. I have a good topic for next next uh, ish, next uh, you know episode. Mm-hmm. I read an article that compared buying used games to it's essentially being like a pirate. Ooh, yeah we we should talk about that on the next episode. Yeah. We talked about um, um, the new the the, ki- the court case that's going on right now on uh, Final Score, and we spent a large amount of time, and we should definitely talk about that more. So cool. we'll talk about that on the next episode. Speaking of the next episode, if the fine folks listening to us, Stephanie, want to get a hold of us, how can they do that? Oh, well, you just did it. <laughs> well, no, I didn't give all the information. There's all the Twitter stuff and the website. And <laughs> I don't want to take all. That's your thing. We have a phone number, which again is uh, 623-252-4263. And if you have an accent, woo, all the better. And uh, we have our website. <laughs> ladiesofleet.com and we have our email address at ladiesofleet at gmail.com and we have all, all of our Twitter accounts we have uh, Randy's Molly we have Nicole Spag we have myself X-I-A-X-I-A-N-1 and we also have a Ladies of Leet uh, Twitter account so you can follow any of those or all of them and uh, we will love you forever very good um, <laughs> so with that I think we are going to wrap this episode up any closing words ladies no. Yeah. Uh, no. <laughs> my, my favorite quote from uh, Mafia. Yes. Uh, two. Uh, those turlets ain't gonna clean themselves. <laughs> turlets. 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 Not Turlets. toilets. Turlets. <laughs> I think you just named the show. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks again, everyone, for listening. We had a blast, and we will talk with you in two weeks. And uh, yeah, we'll uh, we'll have something. I'm sure we'll have plenty of games to talk about then. So until then, have a wonderful week and uh, bye. Bye. Bye, Bye. Thank you. Drive safe. Arr, matey. This podcast is part of the Frog Pants Studios Network. For more information about this and other shows, visit frogpants.com. Audio program so good, it's like you're there.